0: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is Eldon Newson with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you on this wonderful Friday. We're on our Touch and Agree prayer broadcast on the Faith in God Internet TV. We want to bring you greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, who's ahead of our life. And we give honor to our honorable pastor, Bishop Dr. Ellis Murchison, Sr. of the Pentecostal Power Church. And to my own lovely wife, uh, Missionary Newsom, and to all of the people of God. Uh, we say God bless you and thank you for joining us today. I uh, hope you will stay with us as we uh, get into our touch and agree prayer hour. We want to definitely encourage all the people of God just to let you know uh, that we love you and also let you know that uh, the Lord is soon to come. And so we want to uh, encourage the people of God and exhort the people of God. Uh, to let you know um, that keep on fighting and hang in there because truly I want to pause this right quick uh, because truly uh, God has uh, things in store for the people of God and so I want the people of God to uh, be encouraged on that on that particular note And so we want to encourage you all to keep fighting the good fight of faith. And so we want to uh, share with the people of God. There's a lot of upcoming events and things that are happening in uh, the body of Christ. And so we want to let you know that you can send your flyers or your media presentations to us, and we will put them on YouTube and Facebook, our social media channels. Um, at no charge, um, and just make sure that they're legible and readable, and uh, at at least uh, 1920 by 1080 resolution, or at least 720p, and we will make sure that your flyer gets uh, advertised for you, all right? That's just something we want to do for the people of God, so that you can have exposure to your ministry, and we just want to uh, do what the Bible said. The Bible said we help us one to another. And, uh, I want to find myself doing it. I want to find myself quoting scriptures and, and, you know, uh, saying real nice words and gesture and have no works behind them. And so we want to make sure that we're, uh, making the word applicable to our lives. And so that's what we, that's our aim today. And want to say, give a shout out to Bishop elect district. Eller, uh, Tyrone Turner and uh, the true Holiness family I want to say God bless you thank you uh, for those words of encouragement because uh, whether we know it or not we all need encouragement and uh, as we get ready to get into the broadcast we want to get the prayer request that's what we're here for. Uh, please pray for uh, the Pentecost Power Church uh, organization, National Pentecostal power churches. Please pray for my pastor, Bishop Murchison, Lady Paulette, and the entire Pentecostal Power of Milwaukee Church. uh, That the Lord bless each and every member, and that God will continue to shower down his blessings upon the people of God. And so that's some of the things that we're petitioning the Lord for. And please pray for our sick that's among us, those that are in the hospital. Uh, those behind prison walls, those in nursing homes, and those that's confined to their spaces. Remember our pastor in prayer, I believe him and some of the saints are traveling uh, on their way to uh, a preaching engagement. And so we want to ask and solicit the saints to pray for our pastor and those that are traveling with him. All right. We all need prayer. We need the Lord's uh grace to travel and get to our destination without harm or without any delay. And so that's our prayer. We wanna pray that they make it safely. We know that the roadway may be a little uh, slippery or wet. And so we wanna pray that the uh, Lord God will uh, encamp around about them and let his angels allow them safe passage ha- that they would have traveling grace uh, to their destination. And that they will return unharmed, just the way they're they're planning to leave out. Okay, so that's what we want to do. Pray for them. Continue to pray for uh, our daughter Gabrielle, uh, missionary Newsom and I. Let us continue to pray and intercede for our families, those that are not saved, those that need Christ in their life. Let us continue to pray for them uh, that the Lord will encourage them and save them, and also uh, reclaim. Uh, the backslider. We know some people backslid and they need to come back to the Lord. All right. And so those are the things that we're going to be praying for. Uh, Continue to pray for all of our bishop-elects, our admission, uh, Bishop-elect District Elder Turner and uh, Bishop-elect District Elder Raymond Johnson and uh, all of the conglomerate of ministers and the national Pentecostal power churches and all of our said bishops, our presider system presider and, uh, our Bishop emeritus Bishop Scott. And remember our good friend, Bishop Mark Jones and mother Jones and all of the sweet saints there in Florida. Pray for them that the Lord, continue to strengthen and encourage them in a uh, special prayer for, uh, deacon, uh, minister Darby. Now pray for minister Darby and, uh, uh, brother Andrew Scott, please pray for him. All right. And his family is just Doris now. And so we're going to get ready to go before the Lord in prayer. Uh, remember all of our mothers and our church, our uh, mother and mother Flowers and mother uh, Cookie, mother Tiny and mother Man, mother Summers, uh, mother Walton, uh, all of our mothers, especially mother Dixon and Sister Diane, and um, Mother Noel, and Sister Diana, and Brother Trey, and let us pray for the Doss family, Sister Raya and her father, let us pray for her, and uh, let us pray for Mother Liz Doss and uh, Deacon Doss as well, and please let us remember to pray for Mr. Mann, and also let us pray for Evangelist Eileen Island, all right? And uh, also remember um, all of the saints in prayer that's asking for prayer. And uh, please pray for Mother Velma Thompson as well, that the Lord continue to touch and strengthen her body. And please pray for our, our brother in Christ, uh, Elder leo Pastor Leo Thompson and uh, Missionary Thompson, Lady Thompson. Uh, let us pray for them as well as, uh, Bishop Tompkins and uh, First Lady Beth Tompkins uh, and the biblical principles. I looked at some of that last night and they are doing such a great job as they tag team and work so well as a, as a team in the ministry. And so we want to uh, pin words of encouragement on them to keep on going and keep uh, pressing up the King's highway. So we want to give a shout out to Bishop Tompkins and, First Lady Beth Tompkins as well. Uh, They're doing such a great job. And also uh, Elder Mac uh, Brown. want to give a shout out to him and uh, Pastor Ward and all of them that are working uh, very well on social media, sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's, uh, I'm telling you, that's the main thing. Uh, The main thing is the main thing we want to be sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's what, that's what our aim and goal is. So let us continue to pray for them as well. As we get ready to go before the throne of grace. Um, I want to, um, go on to social media and, uh, just see if, um, I just, I just want to see if there's, um, if there's something that we can, uh, Check to see if there's any requests. So that's what we want to do right now. Gonna check the social media channels just to see if there's somebody out there that's uh, have a special prayer request. We want to uh, acknowledge that, and then we're gonna go before the Lord in prayer, and then we're gonna get into a little exhortation as we talk about uh, as we talk about uh, the dispensation of human government. All right, let's take a look here. Let's take a look. All right, let's take a look. All right. All right, we don't see any comments so far, so we're going to go ahead and uh, we're going to go ahead and open up in prayer. So we're going to go to our scripture, which is found in 2 uh, Chronicles uh, chapter 7, uh, verse number 14 through 16. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin, and will heal their land. Now mine eyes shall be open, and mine ears attend to the prayer that is made in this place. For now have I chosen and sanctified this house, that my name may be there forever, and mine eyes and my heart shall be there perpetually. Let us go uh, before the throne of grace at this time. Precious Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for your manifold blessing. We thank you, Lord, just for waking us up today. Oh, God, allowing us another opportunity to be in the land of the living. We bless your name. We thank you. Hallelujah. We shout glory. Hallelujah. Praise be unto God. Oh, God, our King and our Savior. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, for your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for, oh, God, saving us, God. We thank you, Lord, for preserving us. We thank you, God, for, oh God, the faculties of our limbs. We thank you, Lord, for our right mind on today. And most of all, Lord God, we thank you for, oh God, your Holy Spirit that's yet abiding with not only us, but your people, God, that's serving you. Oh God, out of our, oh God, oh God, pure and sincere heart, we ask God you would touch, oh God, those in whom, oh God, we're interceding for today. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah, glory to God. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray that you would move by your power and your anointing and Lord, that you would send a stirring in the midst of your people and Lord, that you would bless those in whom we request prayer and made petitions, oh God, to you on their behalf. God, that you would, oh God, honor this request in the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Lord, we thank you, hallelujah. Oh, God, for you yet preserving them, God, while we yet, oh, God, interceding. We thank you, God, for your favor. We thank you, God, for the, oh, God, the manifestation, oh, God, oh, God, of the blessings of God, oh, God, in the lives of your people. We give you thanks, God. We give you glory. We give you praise, God. We not only ask you to honor our petitions, but, God, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Lord, we thank you. We bless your name, God. Oh, God, look on Pastor Reese, God, in the name of Jesus. Touch him, God. Oh, God, and those that have affliction, God. Lord, we pray, God, that you would touch him. Oh, God, with your, oh, God, hallelujah, with your hand of healing, with your anointing, God, that, oh, God, they will receive healing through the intercessory prayer, God. Those, oh, God, mothers and saints that are shut in, those that cannot get out, God, those that are confined to the homes and their spaces we pray thy blessing in the name of jesus and oh god as we pray god look on the angel god oh god bishop murchison god touch him right now oh god in the name of jesus touch those that are traveling with them god bless them god oh god hallelujah thank you god mm. lord do it for him god bless him god oh god as they travel grant them with traveling grace in the name of jesus But most of all, God touched their bodies, God. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, all the pastors and bishops, God. Oh, God. Hallelujah. That's dealing with affliction. We pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you administer healing to them, God, that they will continue to be effective and effectual witnesses. God, oh, God, for the glory of God. We praise you for them. We thank you right now. And father, we believe your word that no weapon formed against them shall prosper oh god and we thank you for it right now in the blessed name of jesus glory to god hallelujah thank you lord continue to look on our families lord god oh god look on the bereaved families those that are going through god oh god comfort them strengthen them now encourage them now god in the name of jesus car glory thank you lord oh god we give you praise right now oh god because you deserve it god hallelujah thank you lord Oh, God, you deserve all that we can offer. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, all that we can give to you, God. Oh, God, we bless your name, God, in the name of Jesus. All that is within us, we bless you, God. Thank you for it, God. Thank you for deliverance, God. Thank you, God, for heart, glory, for your Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Oh, God, continue to bless Missionary Newsome, God. Continue to touch, Lord, the grandchildren. Continue to touch. Oh, God, Gabrielle, continue to touch, God. My brothers and sisters, God, continue to touch, God. The district elders, continue to touch, God. Oh, God, the saints and the most high. Oh, God, people of God, touch, God, the saints of the most high. Touch them, God, in the name of Jesus. Touch them, God, where they need you most, God. Oh, God, glory, glory to your name. Touch, oh, God, your people, and we give you praise for it. We thank you for healing and deliverance right now. And those that are not saved, God, those that need the Holy Ghost, God, yet seeking and tearing for it, God. Do it for them, God. Increase their faith, God. Help out their unbelief. And, oh, God, forgive us, God, as we forgive those that trespass against us, God. We forgive, God, because we want to be forgiven by you. Help us right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, as we give you glory and praise, God. Continue to direct us, lead and guide us through your word, God. As we exhort oh god oh god through the word of the lord dealing with human government help us to know god oh god that you govern not only the heavens but oh god you govern the universe we thank you and we praise you for it we magnify your name and father we give you all the glory out and the praise we thank you for healing and deliverance we thank you god oh god for honoring our prayer and petition right now and we give you thanks in the blessed name of jesus look on bishop mark jones And the saints in Florida, Lord God, and all of the saints, oh God, in our organization, look on our presider and system presider. Look on our bishop emeritus, Lord God. Look on the executive council board of bishops, Lord. Continue to bless them, strengthen them, Lord God, and keep their hearts encouraged, oh God. Oh God, and continue to lay your hands on them. And Father, we thank you. We forever give you glory and praise. And God, we receive a deliverance, God. We receive a double portion right now in the blessed name of jesus to the glory of god and we give you thanks in jesus name thank god amen and amen praise god glory to god thank you lord glory to god what a mighty god we serve praise god amen and we're excited today we're really excited because we have a lot of things that we want to uh not only present today but we want to get right to the scripture um Uh, Let us get right to it. I want to uh, take the time to uh, uh, get to the scripture. Let's get to the scripture here. Um, We're going to go to, uh, let's see if we can do it here. We want to go to, uh, let's see, we're going to go to Genesis chapter nine. That's where I think I want to start back at. I think that's where we left off, and uh, we're gonna go to Genesis chapter nine, and uh, we're gonna go um, to Genesis chapter nine. Let's see here, right? Genesis chapter nine and verse number one. That's where we're gonna go. All right, we go to Genesis nine and one as we uh, talk about human government. uh, I just wanna. Share with you a couple things that I have uh, noted. <clears throat> uh, let me um, uh, go over a couple things in review for those of you that may have not seen the previous broadcast. So, we're going to just start with a two minute review of where we left off. And when we dealt with human government, this is our final series on human government. And we're going to the promise. All right. We're going straight to the promise on next week if the Lord's will. But uh, as we talk about human government today, we're also going to be going to Romans 13 as a relationship to the church. All right. But when we talk about human government, nor worship God and he receives a covenant. All right. God gives no responsibility before he steps off the boat. All right. You have to. Uh, Check some of the previous series to get some of the scriptures and reference them. Okay. In Genesis 9 and 1 through 6, which is where we're going, uh, man's responsibility was to believe and obey. Let's read this. And then we're going to do the quick review. And God blessed Noah and his sons and said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And the fear of you and the dread of you shall be. Upon every beast of the earth, and upon every fowl upon of the air, and upon all that move it upon the earth, and upon all the fish of the sea, into your hands, they are delivered. So we can see God gives him dominion. I want to share something with you. So we talk about human government. Since the fall of man from in, from from the dispensation of innocence to conscious. Even in human government, even till now, God has did not remove man's dominion. Hmm? Now, we just take a note of that. He did not remove man's dominion. He told me we're going to have dominion over everything. Verse three, every moving thing that liveth shall be meat for you. He gives them a diet. We talked about that. All right. He said, but the flesh of life thereof, which uh, is the blood thereof, shall you not eat we talked about that this is why uh we don't offer sacrifice to idols and this is why uh the people of god even till this day don't eat things that's mingled with blood all right and so it's very very important that we observe these things these are some things were um how can i say some things were um handwriting and ordinances that god uh may have put uh, done away with but some things were uh for perpetual generations, so we have to get into scripture and see what was for perpetual generations okay and so I'm giving you some of the things that were man's responsibility was to believe and obey verse number five we're gonna go to six in a minute and surely uh, and surely your blood of your lives will I require at the hand of every beast I require and he says and at the hand of man and uh, he says at the hand of every man's brother will i require the man's life so even god uh sets uh uh do not do list uh even before the ten commandments came we can see god was going to judge all murderers all right so we don't want to get into that too far but we want to just let you know that god was governing all right in every dispensation god is governing all right, even though he appointed kings, he appointed, you know, uh, prophets, uh, he appointed judges, God still governs. Praise God, no matter what dispensation we in. Let's make sure we note that. All right, so we're going to move on to verse six. He says here, Whosoever shedded man's blood by man shall uh, blood be shed, for in the image of God made he man. We can see blood shed everywhere in our cities, in our communities, you know, it's just every time you turn on the media, somebody, you know, done something that uh, is against what God told them to do. And so we must look at it that God also laid it out. When God said this is gonna happen, it's going to happen. So we gotta look at it. We need to believe and we need to obey. That's man's responsibility. Man's failure was, Um, he had a personal disorder which means he did not follow God's ordinances or instructions okay which caused a societal disorder people don't realize personal disorders cause societal disorders I'm not gonna get into that so just research personal disorders if they're not dealt with if they're not managed if they're not controlled You know, if they're not healed by God, they will cause societal disorders. And we can see, you know, people um, that technically should be uh, uh, mentally uh, 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 cared for. The mental health of people now is just thrown to the curb if you don't have insurance. You got so many people with mental problems, not only in the church, But you got so many people, and I'm dealing with human government, though. But we got so many people with mental issues in the world in which we live. But the world just throws them out because if there's no insurance, (laughs) oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Mm -hmm. They don't want to have nothing to do with them. But the church has a different responsibility and a different role to handle mental health, all right? And so uh, we is where uh, we are the people of God. The church is where the people ought to come. And receive uh the spiritual healing that they need because everything uh is not a you know it's not necessarily a demon some people got mental health issues all right so we're gonna move away from that and then we want to talk about uh man's tendency all right now we went through that so we're gonna go to man's tendency is to move away from god hmm? which ultimately causes catastrophic failure. All right. And so, uh, we, we talked about Tower of Babel. We're going to go, um, real quick cause we're, we're trying to get to Romans 13. We're going to go real quick to, uh, Genesis 11. That's where we're going to go next. All right. So now we, we're done with the review. Now we're going back to Genesis 11 from where we ended. And now we're going to take it up to Romans 13. All right. Let's take a look at, uh, uh, Genesis 11. I wanted to make sure we uh, take a look at that. We're gonna go to Genesis 11, and we're gonna go to about uh, let's see, uh, verse five. All right, we're gonna go to Genesis 11 and five. We're 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 dealing with the uh, after man's ten- tendency. We're looking at the closing event. Now, as I as I talk about human government, or as I uh, climax human government. I want to make sure I share with all believers, whether you, uh, you know, are a Bible scholar or whether you just a beginner, I want to share with you that in every dispensation, take note of this, every dispensation ends in judgment. All right. Note that, all right. No matter what dispensation we covered, up to now, it ended in judgment. And so will this dispensation under grace and truth, which we're in right now, it will end in judgment. Grace is not going to abide forever. I, I know people love to talk about how graceful God has been to us, but we need to be looking up because our redemption joy nigh, and grace is not going to abide forever. All right? All right? His mercy endure forever, but grace will not abide. Forever, all right. So let's take a look in Genesis eleven and five. And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the children of men builded. He says here they built a tower. And the Lord said, "Behold, the people is one, glory, hmm? and they have all one language." all uh, where there's unity there is strength, and when there's unity it's it's, it's, it's a sense of unstoppableness. Hmm? now take note of this scripture now it says here, um they all have one language, and this they begin to do. Now, the Lord said this, I'm not saying this. this is what we need to take a note of. The Lord said this, I'm not saying this. And he says, this they began to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them which they had imagined to do. This tells me right here, they were unstoppable. Oh, glory be to God. When the people got together, they was an unstoppable force. Huh? And only God could stop them. (laughs) Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. I want you to take note of this. Only God could stop them. Hmm? Just imagine the people of God if they're in the church, if everybody got on the same accord and in unity. Don't you know uh, the enemy would have no match for the body of believers? Praise God. Hmm? But he's already defeated because Christ is our victor. But let's take a look here. He says here, uh, and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do now what they got ready to do nothing was going to stop them now that's awesome when we look at Genesis uh, chapter 11 said that nothing was gonna stop them I I thought that was very awesome I want to uh, elaborate just a little bit farther on that because I, I think it's important As we look at Genesis 11 and 6, we're going to read down just a little bit farther before we go. uh, uh, Before we go a little bit farther, I'm going to the scripture now. uh, That's in front of me now. I'm going to uh, Genesis 11 and 7. So we can go to the next verse. And God says here. Uh, He says, go, let us go down and there confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. God goes down and confounds their language. Hmm? And he says that they may not understand one another's speech. This is the first time uh, man was dispersed by God. Now we can see this dispersion and this confusion. hmm? Uh, Set by God to stop them from building. Now let's go to Acts. We're going to go to Acts and I'm going to show you. You know, uh, God said to Peter, you know, he was going to give them the keys to the kingdom. and said what he buying on earth was going to be bound in heaven and what he loosed on earth was going to be loosed in heaven. Huh? And then he said to Peter, who do man said I am? And Peter said, thou art the Christ, son of the living God. God said flesh and blood hadn't revealed this to you. But then when he did reveal it to him, he said, Thou art Peter, and upon this rock, I will build my church. He was going to unify the people back through the church, and the gates of hell were not going to prevail against it. Let's go to Acts. I want to go to Acts chapter um, uh, <clears throat> uh, chapter 2. Let's go to Acts chapter 2. All right, I'm going to go there. Uh, I want to let you see Genesis 11 and 7 while we're still there. He said, Go, let us go down and confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. And so the Lord scattered them abroad from uh, dense and upon the face of all the earth. They left off to build a city. That's why it was called Babel. It was confusion. Hmm? God in the church, he's not the author of confusion, but he's the God of peace. All right. And he says, therefore, is the name of it called Babel because the Lord did confound the language of all the earth. From thence did the Lord scatter them abroad from the face of all the earth. Scattered. Hmm? Let God arise and his enemies be scattered. Look at this. These, all right, and we're going to stop right there at Genesis 11 and 10. Let's go to Acts chapter 2. I'm going to give me a second here. I'm going to. Uh, go back here into the scripture here and go to Acts of the Apostle, okay? Book of Acts, okay? Book of Acts. And we go to chapter two. Let's take a look. Now, in Genesis uh, 11, they were scattered. In Acts two, they were brought back together. Let's take a look. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. You see that? They were in one place. They were together. Just like, they, like the people got together at the Tower of Babel to build, God sent the people back together. Now, I need to go to Luke 24 to show you that God sent them to this place to wait but you those of you that know the scripture should know but let me let me uh, uh well I, I got time but i i want to let you see in luke 24 he sent them down there huh the scripture said then open he they understand that they might understand the scripture it said thus it is written and thus it be who christ suffering to be raised the third day and that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name beginning at jerusalem huh and so uh, we, we got to understand that God is awesome in all that he does. And Acts chapter two here says that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all one accord in one place, all with one accord in one place. They were together. Hmm? When You look at the word one accord, that means they were unified. Hmm? Now let's take a look. And suddenly, (laughs) oh, glory, just like they were. (laughs) And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Mm. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it set up on each of them. Look at this. They were, had cloven tongues, And it was like a fire (laughs) and it set on each one of them. Hmm? And verse four says, and they were all filled with the Holy ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave them utterance. This is, this is awesome here. Let's keep reading. Let's see what happened. And there were, dwelling at jerusalem jews devout men out of every nation under heaven then he scattered them all in in the tower of babel under heaven every nation was here <laughs> all glory i i know i ain't got time but as i deal with this human government i want to show you how the connection is you know how god makes the connection here as it points to the church on the grace now now when this was noise abroad the multitude came together and were confounded they were confused god did not cause no confusion by filling them with the holy ghost oh glory be to god look at this they were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language oh glory be to god what an awesome god we serve they were no longer not able to understand what the other man was saying Hmm? oh glory to god i had to bring this in here because here you can see they had a clear understanding of what every man was saying in their own uh native language so to speak look at this and they were amazed and marvel saying to one another behold are not all these which speak gala as galileans <laughs> oh glory to god uh, this is awesome these people from every nation but now they're speaking in the in, a, in another native language that the people that was there at jerusalem could understand all oh, glory be to god isn't this awesome they can understand it now and how hear we every man in his own tongue when uh we were born look at this you can see in genesis they were divided they were confounded in the book of Acts, where the church was birthed in, they were all put back together, praise God, with the same God that scattered them before. now he brought them back together through the infilling the power of the Holy Ghost being given. This is awesome. Let me go one more scripture if I can. Uh, well, let's go to 10. These are all language verse 2 and 11 acts 2 and 11 cretes and arabians we do hear them speak in our tongue the wonderful works of god now i want to get to get to that scripture to show you god's did the governing in genesis 11 and he's doing the governing in the church all right that's what i want to make the connection to under these uh as i talk about these seven dispensations I want you to see on the human government that God governs uh, the entire universe. All right. And I know some people say, well, you know, God left man to self-govern. But we can see when man self-governed, he tend to leave God. Hmm? And this is why God had appointed kings. I talked about it earlier this week. God appointed kings, prophets and judges because he he still was over them. Praise God. Oh, glory be to God. (laughs) Let me get out of here. I got to go. He still was over them. Hmm? And if they didn't do what he uh, oh, glory be to God, what he had ascribed for them to do, they were removed by him. And we can see what happened to Saul, right? All right, let's take a look. We're gonna go to Romans. I'm, I'm gonna close this out as I go to Romans 13. I wanna encourage the saints and people of God to know that in every dispensation. It ends in judgment. Now, we're going to go to Romans 13. I got to go to my next. uh, Let's see what we got here. Let's go to Romans 13. Romans 13 and 1. All right, let's take a look. Romans 13. uh, I want you to see something. As it relates to government, this connection, every dispensation, now under grace, we're under grace. So Romans 13 connects directly in relationship with the church. All right? So Romans 13 uh, uh, fast forward us all the way until this present time. All right? And uh, Paul says to the uh, converts, Uh, The Roman converts and new believers uh, in the 13th chapter Romans, uh, letting them know that they were to be obedient to the government. Let's see how they are supposed to do this. All right. In Romans 13, it says, let every soul be subject uh, unto the higher powers. For there is no power but of God. Notice I said God governs the whole universe. So the power that's be given is given by God. It's been handed down to men. Follow me, all right? And the powers that be, they are are ordained of God. Even that judge that puts on that robe and hits that mallet and gives you a citation for, you know, actually, Uh, causes you uh, to rule on that citation rather that was given by uh, the police or whatever municipality that you were speeding in, uh, that power being given by the judge to weigh your action, all right? That power has been given to that judge by God. (laughs) Oh, let me get out of here. I got to go. Let me get out of here. Just like doctors, our, our, our ministers, God is the one that does the healing, but God is the one that set them in place to handle different medical care. All right. They can do the medical caring, you know, just like the pastor can do uh, the spiritual caring for the sheep, but it's God that does the healing. All right. So I'm trying to make this, I'm trying to make this relative. All right. Let's take a look. And the powers that be are ordained of God. All right, that's what he says here. Powers that be are ordained of God. Let's see what happens in this uh, verse number two. We're going to read down to about verse seven, and then we're going to let you go. But we want to exhort the people of God uh, about these seven dispensations. We're moving to promise next week. He says here in verse number two, whosoever therefore resisted the power resisted the ordinance of God. Hmm? We can see Cain and Abel. i just use them. We can see the one that resisted the power. God told him, if you do well, huh, will thou not also be accepted? But if you do not, sin lied at the door. Hmm? He was warned. <laughs> Let me get out of there. I got to go. Huh? But he still didn't listen. And this is what happens. When people don't listen, they resist the ordinances of God. Mm? Look at this. And he says, and they are, he says, and they that resist huh, shall receive to themselves damnation. Mm? Now, it's very important. Uh, this word damnation um, doesn't necessarily point to directly to hell i want to make sure i explain this scripture in romans 13 but if you continue to rebel against god that will ultimately be your uh be the result of your action but repentance has been set in place in the church under dispensation of grace so we can obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need but now here's the thing this word damnation points to judgment now now, we don't know what form of judgment, um, you know, but in the church, we know there's many forms of judgment that God has left up to the men and women of God, uh, you know, based on a set of circumstance. right? But the ultimate judgment will be the lake of fire. All right. Now, let's take a look or the great white, white throne of judgment. But let's take a look here. He's talking about judgment, period. All right. So he says, uh, whosoever resists the power. Resist the ordinance of God and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation or slash judgment. All right. So there will be a judgment for what you do. All right. For rulers are not a terror to good. Huh? Works. So those that rule are not a terror to those that have good works. We're not afraid if we're doing what we're supposed to do but if you're not doing what you're supposed to do, it's terror to the one that's evil because judgment is weighing, it's gonna be weighed in the balance against those that do evil. And so under every dispensation, whether it be uh, innocent, conscience, or human government, even promise, God still had judgment. I wanna make sure I make this clear, all right? And so it wasn't for the good, But judgment always fell on the one that was evil. Right? He says, Will thou then be afraid of the power? Hmm? Now, let me explain this. How many of us got electricity in our house? We're not afraid of the electricity, right? Hmm? But if you have two wires, that's uh, electrically charged. Hmm? and you ground yourself to those charged wires, then you should need to be afraid of that, of that power, right? Huh? And so uh, we're not afraid of power when it's used in its proper context, alright? But you need to be afraid if you <laughs> oh, glory be to God. Huh? If you are uh, not in full understanding of certain ones that are put in authority. And so this is why most people, when they go to court, and I'm trying to explain it, you know, so the younger generation can understand it, you know, you don't go and stand before the judge with your head nappy, uncombed, and you don't have a shirt on, you don't have, you know, the proper tire on, and you just stand, (laughs) oh, let me get out of here, I got to go. You stand before this natural judge, I'm just dealing with the natural carnal point. You stand before this natural judge with disrespect and disdain uh the outcome of your case may not be very well mm-hmm. but if we show respect to the uh to the things of god we can look for positive results and so we can naturally as well so i want to explain it that way it says do that which is good paul tells them here our responsibility here is to do that which is good not evil man's responsibility is to believe and obey and do that which is good all right look at this and he says here and as i get ready to get out of here i'm exhorting you he says do that which is good and thou shalt have the praise of the same for he is the minister of god to thee for good so uh these leaders and these pastors and these servants uh They have not been ordained by God to harm you. (laughs) Oh, glory. Let me get out of here. I got to go. You know, some people say, well, you know, uh, you know, I don't trust nobody. Well, you got to to trust somebody hmm? because God has given power to these men of God to deal with the spiritual affairs of man. hmm? Now, when you want a doctor, you go see a doctor. When you want some spiritual nourishment, you need some spiritual counsel and help. You go to a pastor that's been called and ordained by God. All right. I'm trying to make this plain. Mm? And so they are ministers for good. Mm? Just because they tell you to sit down a little while because your conduct was improper, they're not trying to kill you. All right. So let me let me go a little bit farther. Mm? For he is the minister of God to thee for good. Hmm. Just sit down for a little while. You know what I'm saying? You jump around shouting in your mess and continue on in what you're doing. He wants you to sit down and think about it. <laughs> Let me quit. Oh, glory be to God. Hmm? So you don't be so quick to jump off into the wrong thing again. All right? And so he's doing this for your good. But some people jump up and leave the church because they get sat down. Look, but he says, but if thou do that, which is evil. <laughs> oh, glory. I got to get out of here. Lord have mercy. He said, if you do this, which is evil, mm, then you need to be afraid. Mm? He says now, but if thou do that, which is evil, be afraid. Mm? It's the same thing I was saying about the electrical wires. If the wires are covered and they're uh, properly connected and there's no exposed wires, and there's no way, no risk for being shocked or electrocuted. You can turn on the light switch. Uh, you can walk uh, on that wire and not risk any uh, judgment of being uh, electrified or electrocuted. Hmm? But if those wires been stripped down and ripped off and the power has not been disconnected and you just dis- disrespectly, Just because you think you know who you are, you're going to step on those electric wires and you think the power is not going to be there. The power is going to be there and you're going to be fried. Mm? But look at this. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid. For he bear not the sword in vain, for he's the minister of God. Mm? Even that, oh, even my pastor, he's got that, he's got that sword. (laughs) Let me get out. I got to go. Hmm? And God has given him, you know. And that sword is not to harm or hurt anybody. But we need to respect the one that has that sword in the hand. Praise God. God, hmm? we don't respect the one having that sword. Ask Balaam, the uh, the son of Beor. Hmm? Balaam wanted to continue to move forward, and the angel of the Lord had the sword drawn, and even the donkey had enough sense. Hmm? to not move any further, Hmm? And so how much more should we be afraid, hmm, Of these men and women of God, and we so easily put our mouth on them and say ugly things about them, but we have to understand, they are ministers of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon them that do evil. As we go to the promise, we're gonna deal with some things. We can see God executing his wrath on a lot of people in the Old Testament. Now that we are under grace, uh it's no different, but we still need to be careful. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. God is a revenger and execute wrath upon uh him that doeth evil, and he says, "Wherefore ye must need to be subject not only for wrath but also for conscience sake. <laughs> oh glory, I would like to explain that a little bit farther. Mm-hmm. <laughs> glory. You know, not for wrath's sake, but for conscience sake. Hmm? So uh, God didn't place these ministers and leaders where he placed them in the church in vain. This is what the scripture says here. uh, In vain mean he didn't do it for nothing. Hmm? And God has uh, set this thing in motion so that we can observe and be careful in our action. And things that we do in the body of Christ. I have one final scripture as I close and I'm gonna go to Hebrews, uh, nine and 27. Let's go to Hebrews nine and 27. All right. I'm gonna go to that one. I'm just turning to it. I, I can quote it, but I'm gonna go to it and read it. And, uh, we're going to get out of here and let you go. But I hope I said something to encourage you under human government and we can see the connection and the relativity, um, uh, And also the contrast between uh, the church and these other dispensations. And let's take a look. Hebrews 9 and uh, 27. Let's see what it says. Go there with me. I'll put it on the screen for you. All right, here it is. Hebrews 9. 27 and it is appointed on the man wants to die but after this the judgment can we see that hmm? if you are in this dispensation and you leave this life you will not escape judgment so I must make sure I make that plain. Some people think if they commit suicide, they're going to escape from judgment. You actually sped up your judgment because um, it's really uh, an abomination. It's a a sin to self-murder. You can't give life, and so God didn't leave it in our power to take life. All right? All people will physically die. Christ died so that we would not have to die spiritually. Mm? We can have confidence in the saving work of the cross. And uh, his work did away uh, with sin, past, present and future. Mm? He's forgiven our past. Mm? When he died on the cross, our past was forgiven. Mm? He appeared once. According to Hebrews 9.26, he appeared once. The Bible said he appeared once, all right, uh, to put away sin. Hmm? And now he's the high priest in heaven, according to Hebrews 9.24. Until he returns. Hmm? Now let's take a look. He will be raised. Mm? When I say he will be raised, meaning he was raised and he will raise us up. Mm? The Bible says, if the spirit of God be in us, mm, he shall also quicken our mortal bodies, which means he going to raise us up also if we die in him. It's very important. Mm? He will raise us up to eternal life in a world which is without sin. Hmm? This is why he said, I go to prepare a place for you. Hmm? That where I am, you may be also. He said, in my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. And so when we look at St. John 3 and 16 as we close out today, under the dispensation of human government, hmm? we can see in St. John 3 and 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Under government, God held them accountable. Mm? They are many, many under the innocence, under conscience, under government, and even under promise and the law. Mm? Some of them died without mercy. Mm? But now we under, (laughs) oh, glory be to God. Mm? We under grace and truth. We ought to be excited and we ought to be so thankful hmm, that God has gave us uh, a new and better living way. And so we're excited about that. Uh, this ends our segment with uh, human government. Just so you know, human government does not end in chapter nine. It ends in chapter 12 of Genesis. But I just went as far as nine because I we need to uh, stay on track with our series. So human government uh, goes from uh, Genesis 8 and 15 through the 12th chapter of Genesis, all right? Just wanna make sure, and now we're gonna be moving on uh, to the promise. We're gonna talk about the promise next week. Uh, We're gonna talk about God calling Abraham. God gives him some promises. Mm -hmm. And he repeats these promises through uh, Isaac, and also Jacob, all right. And so then we're gonna go a little bit farther, and uh, we'll be getting down to law, all right. And so we want to thank you for joining us on the Faith and in God Internet TV Touch and Degree Prayer Hour. I'm your host Elder Gregory Newson um, with the Faith and in God Internet TV. We want to say God bless you. We love you with the love of the Lord. I hope we made some kind of connection, or we made some kind of sense out of uh, making these connections from innocence, conscience, and government how they interrelates and how we can see the contrast and how we can see, uh, the far superior benefits that we've obtained under grace and truth. Again, I uh, want to, uh, put uh, a flyer on the screen. Uh, so you can see that we're going to be having, um, if the Lord's will, uh, we're going to be having, uh, our 70th, uh, annual Pentecost. Um, uh, which is going to be coming up uh, in 2024 calendar, uh, May uh, 13th through May 19th of 2024, we'll be having our annual Pentecost, which will be in uh, Ben Harbor, Michigan, at Peace Temple, where our Northern District uh, Bishop uh, Bishop Arthur Bullock's and Mother Bullock are there uh, as the spiritual leaders and guiders of that ministry, and so. We uh, hope that you'll be able to make your calendar and get your schedule ready uh, because a lot of people calendars fill up in December and January. So we thought we'd get these uh, flyers out here early so you can make proper uh, hotel arrangements and reservations if you're planning on attending our 70th Platinum Year Pentecost. 70 years It's going to be a, oh, glory be to God. It's going to be a glorious time, y'all. 70 years of this organization uh, celebrating the 70th annual Pentecost. And so we're excited about that. Uh, Please uh, join us. Please come and uh, be a part of that. All right. And so we're going to switch back here. Um, I want to, uh, I want to switch back to uh, put our next flyer on the screen here. I think we want to uh, do that. And we're going to switch back here and uh, let you see. We have our annual Brotherhood, which is coming up uh, at the end. Uh, well, actually next week. Our, we already it's already up on us. We said a couple weeks uh, last week, but now it's up on us. Our annual brother is going to be December 9th uh, and December 10th, uh, where we're going to have Pastor Eugene Walton and District Elder Bishop-elect Raymond Johnson going to be our speakers. And we're going to be talking from the subject of men of virtue, a time to restore. Oh, glory be to God. There's a lot of things that have happened down through 2023. And uh, God can restore us before we uh, go into 2024. And so we're looking for the men and uh, also the people of God, men and women, all of us, to be revived and restored Do do uh, during this uh, annual uh, Brotherhood service at Our local church here in the city of Milwaukee, where our bishop, uh, Dr. Ellis Murchison uh, Sr. is the pastor at 2331 West Center. So please join us back. um, If the Lord's will, uh, please join us back uh, in uh, this particular service. It's going to be annual Brotherhood, uh, Men of Virtue, Time to Restore. So I had that flyer kind of open, that overlapping. So I had to remove that. But please join us uh, in that particular uh, service. All right. Uh, let's see if we got uh, we got another flyer coming up. Let's see here. Yes, and we want to also announce that uh, District Elder Bishop Elect uh, Tyrone and First Lady Thelma Turner are going to be celebrating 30 years of marriage and renewing their wedding vows. Uh, on December 20 Friday December 29th uh at 7 p.m. Friday December 29th, 2023 at 7 p.m. at the atrium I believe is at the uh country club there and uh the country club hills there uh I believe in uh Chicago there so we'll we'll try to get that flyer shrunk hopefully next week once we do that. But please uh, join us in these upcoming events. I want to thank you for joining the Faith in God Internet TV. Um, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom. With no further ado, uh, remember to pray one for another and be safe throughout uh, the remaining of this year. We know coming to a quick close at the end of the year, uh, there's a lot of carjacking. Uh, There's a lot of... uh, Criminal activity is going on. So be sober and be vigilant uh, because we do have an adversary. All right. We love you with the love of the Lord. Uh, God bless you. Until next time, we hope you have a a blessed praise and worship service at your place of worship. Until next week, if the Lord's willing, we'll see you right back here on the Faith in God Internet TV. Until next time, God bless you in Jesus name.